Chavavis is going to do, which is really very interesting. He's going to, um, he's going to do something really interesting. He's going to make that by the time, he's going to tell you all the qualities that you need to be Bateach in someone else. I mean, for you to be Bateach, he's going to say, the only, and he's going to explain to you why, well, because if the guy doesn't have this, then of course he can. If he doesn't have this, of course he can. And he's going to keep on doing that. And what's going to happen is, I'm a spoiler. He's going to end up proving you that only Akash Bahu has these things. And what that's going to do naturally is just what? It's going to make you intellectually lose faith in everything else because he literally is going to spend the next seven prokim just telling you, you agree you need this condition. You agree you need this condition. You're going to agree to every one of them because it's all logical. And then he's going to say, okay, surprise, human beings cannot be counted. So let's first see in Paragal what he does. Ah, very short. The prokim are much, you know, he. What is the mahus? How do you translate mahus? Essence. He menuchas nefesh habeteach. Okay? That means, if you have betachin in anything, we're not talking about Hashem yet. Having faith in something gives you peace of mind. If you go to a Yisrael, to a, a building, there's a big guy standing in the front with a big gun. Has a big plaster across his chest. What does it say? Bitachon. What does that mean? Security. The goal is you feel safe. Whether you should or shouldn't, that's a philosophical debate. But you feel safer. And in some cases, you have to have one. If it's a you need to have one. But we'll, we'll talk about that. I've had that conversation with many people in the room. I mean, we had this five years ago. Well, if you remember before COVID, because there was nothing in Muncie, I think in Jersey, maybe you have to have. Do you have to do that? It's a halacha thing. If you, if you don't need to have one, it's a downside. Because fear mongering. If you walk into a building and there's three, three people by the door looking at you like this, what do you think it does for the kids? I'm going to say kids, I mean the adults, but let's just talk about kids. It's much easier that way. What does that do? I get that. I walk into events. In certain shoals or in places, it's literally if I wasn't scared before, I'm scared now. It's people. Okay, now, that's what I'm trying to say. I have to be very careful when people say, so what, what does it hurt to have over security? You have to know. That's a conversation not for Chavis of right now, but fine. So let's get back to Bitachon. So the word Bitachon was taken because Bitachon is security. There's a year who lives with the Abishter. He is, feels safe. No one can kill him if he's not supposed to die. No one can hurt him if he's not supposed to be hurt. You don't realize. When you read the stories about David HaMelech, where people hound him. He was a king, and he could have gotten back. He never got back on anybody. Why? When Shimi ben Gera curses him, what does he say? Everyone came running over to him says, why don't you just pounce him? You know what he says? He didn't curse me. He was just a messenger. The one above said, I have to get cursed now. Like, he lived that way. So you don't get upset. You don't get different life. You realize now, what does that mean? Your betachin is as much as your peace of mind is. You should what? 
Your heart relies on someone who you place your trust in. Now what? Now what's the trust? So he does, he'll do what's good and appropriate for him in any situation. Now, you realize a child with diabetes who begs his mother this is pre-insulin dates for a candy or for a sugar or a child who's allergic to milk begs for a pizza and the mother says no what does the child say I have a cruel mother you take a child for a shot for a vaccine kid looks at you unfortunately we felt that way it pains us but I said I can tell you on the way home my kids like why don't you let that lady I take my kids to be a pediatrician. And I still, literally the eyes, like, why did you let that lady stab me with that, you know, uh, but that's what it is. So, but what's the key? You say, I trust this, but at the end of the day, the kids trust us. And the reason why they know, at the end, they know it's ugly. They're, they're angry to Bishas Mai. So why don't they get upset at you later? Because they know that it was for them. So, so again, you realize that when you trust someone, it's based on his assessment. We say about We say We say twice every day. Shachris. Can you translate the word Goymel He does good kindnesses. Very, very intelligent. When was the last guy you met who did a bad kindness? You ever thought about it? I'm not asking how many times you say it a week, personally. I don't it either, but I say Shira Montfila, so I, I had that perk. You don't get paid to look over to a sitter. I do. So that's why my job is special. Yeah, you can be jealous, nothing wrong. But I give a share for seniors. And what I do in Israel, 12th grade, I go through the sitter with them. And it's fascinating. I go through just, how do you say this every day? It makes no sense. It's a good question. And I explain it. Not my questions, and I'm not saying I thought of it myself either, but I went to this farm. So, what does it mean when we say Hagoymel? What do we say when we say Goymel Chasodim Toivim Bekreni Hako? What does that mean? You ever wondered about that? Or not yet? Because everything Hashem does is for the good. Because when someone gives you a piece of cake full of uh, poison in it, not I mean physical poison, or someone gives you cakes and you're a diabetic, was that was that a chesed? That was a chesed. But was that a chesed that was really tight? Who's the only one that could do chesedim tayvim? Could a human being ever do chesedim tayvim? Do you know? I have a question. A guy does you a favor. I can tell you, people in my life, I begged to do something for me, and I was convinced it was the absolute best thing they could do for me. And guess what? It wasn't. So only Kodesh Baruch Hu could do goyimah chasadim toivim, good chasadim. Chasad, we all do chasad. Is it good? You don't know. Right? When you give in, you have chasad, you let your kids down from school, or you let your kid, that chasad, that's a good chasad? You felt bad for your kid. That doesn't mean there's a goyimah chasadim toivim. It's interesting that the, the worst chasad, like he was talking, you know, relation between a brother and sister, called chasad, like the worst chasad. Znus is called chasad, but that's a very simple reason. Why is Nusko Chesed? Pashas Kedoshim, I think it is, right? Yeah, Pashas Kedoshim. It says Chesed on Znos. The answer is, um, Znos could be, could be a form of Chesed too. Oh, she's very lonely, and you 
go over at night, and you start spend time with her, you try to, you mean, you mean well, and then things go where they're not supposed to. She, she can use a hug. I mean, Rabbi Ben says the whole thing about chesed. It's maybe wrong chesed, but it comes from a, you meant well originally. Obviously, you got sucked in and seduced by it, but it could very well be that chesed, you could be, uh, that's what I'm saying. When you're saying, if I'm saying, goyim chesed and toivim, did you do the woman a favor? So you defiled her. It could affect her future. Who she could marry? She has a lot of She can't marry a guy. You, can't, you did her a favor? No. It was chesed. At that point, that's what she wanted. Understand? So only Hashem is going to do What he's saying over here is at the end of the day, when you ask, we'll see later on, it has to be someone you know for a fact knows what's good for you. And you're going to get hit at a wall. Every human being at the end of the day. Can I ask you now? You think you have things in your life that you really doubt for? And hope you get, and when you didn't get it, you were so frustrated with that coach broke. And then, like five years later, it was like, oh my gosh, thank the Holy Lord. I don't know if you ever had that. You know, uh, I'm not sure something that's related to the show. My wife and I were looking for a house for five years. For five years. We wanted to leave. We had job offers. My rough said, you got to stay in Boston. We're looking for a house. We're living in an apartment with eight children, kind of. In a, a very small, it's two bunk beds in each room. We put bids on to probably seven, eight houses, probably half of your houses we put bids on. And we lost every house in a crazy way. We, we had the highest bid in something. But no, they, they, they thought one of them was the secondary where I worked, sold her house and sold it to someone else. I told you like every day that I'm looking for a house. She goes, I told you blank. I quit. I, I'm talking about like I could write a book about how frustrated. I called my rug and I told her I'm done. Um, we're leaving Boston. You asked me to stay. I said, so what's the problem? My house? My house will come up. Uh, that day this house came up. One day I'll tell you all the story. I told it to whoever comes to my table. This story's beyond. My wife said, yeah, you can open a shul. It's big. It's bigger. It's not that I don't want to talk about the, the, the nature of the house. What I want to say, when we we kept on getting notes for mama's crazy, my wife and I looked at each other and we said, this is like crazy stuff. These are all these very small houses, uh, not nearly the size of this house. Never would have been a shul. Never would have been... Anyway. That would have been a community. We would have bought, we wanted to buy in the Jewish ghetto, just like all of you. All right? Maybe not all of you, most of you. Uh, but the point I'm making is, you're still the first Jew on this side of Washington. You'll never lose that title. <laughs> you rented. First guy to buy a house on this side of Washington. First Orthodox Jew. The real founder of the community. But anyway. But uh, the point I'm trying to make is, I was really, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I turned to Kershaw in my davening. First of all, I don't understand you. I'm being honest. I said, I wanted to move to New York. I got job offers. I really, more money, let's be honest, more covered, more satisfaction. Sorry, I thought at that point. More satisfaction. I'm talking about, what? Sure, 200 people, people. I'm rather sure. Stand up on a pulpit. You can talk down to people. I mean, all the things I always dreaded doing, but it was offered. It was more money than I'm getting here. I'm not going to tell you how much. It was more money. And my point was, I turned to Kajbo, I said, I'm going to give that up, because my Rob told me to stay in Boston. And I really was serious about it. I said, what, what are you doing? Every single house, I put a bid on. I, I, I could go up in that embassy, church, I could tell you every single house I put a bid on. So I'm not here in the shul. I, I remember that house, my wife said, okay, it's you know, that's what we need, we need a house. And guess what? Kajbo said no. And as I was getting frustrated with him, Kajbo was like, buddy, I got a plan for you. It's not yet. It's got to wait in two years. But, but, but there's a plan. I didn't know at the time. If I was a Balbatachan at that time, I would have, every no would have said, wow, this was not for us. This said, Mishpacha's blank on the door. Well, 
that's, that's a bad example at this point, not sure. But they weren't living in town yet. It says Mishpachas, you know, blank. Um, empty thing. Mishpachas empty. You understand what I'm trying to say? But that's what Tachas means. So who's the only one that really knows? At that point, I thought it was bad. And I have a bunch of stories like this. I'm sure you all have. You convinced it was a mistake. Maybe not. But uh, not always do we get to see it. I think most times, a lot of times we do. So what he says is, Betachin means recognizing that the person who you're being betachin, he's not talking about Hashem yet, knows what's best for you and he will do what's best for you at all costs. Understand? So let's read one more. Abla Iker, okay? All things, one parent, three lines. Abla Iker, Ashabavura Yeah Betachin, Minha Betach. Okay? The what? That what? It means that what? Your absolute trust. Okay? And that's the first condition. What? You have full faith in the person. He will do what he pledged under every single circumstance. Now, even more than that, how about if the variable changes? He promised you. Price went up. The cost went up. But you changed. You started doing a various... I don't know. Do, do you still keep? Trust means I can count on it no matter what happens. You have that with human beings. A guy promises he's going to give you a down payment for a house. A house is worth 50... A down payment on a house is 50000 it was a big uh, boom and everything. Uh, now it's um, down payment of 100,000. He tells you, listen, I promised you a down payment of 50. So he can't promise something that he doesn't have. So he says, Yaxhay, he needs someone who's so faithful that he's, even if the variables change, he's going to stick it through. So you have that sometimes with parents. If you're fortunate enough and your parents have enough money and they promise you down payment, then it goes off. They're committed enough, probably, that they would maybe keep their word. Maybe not. They'll say, no, I said 50, and that's it. Depending on your parents, depending on you. But it depends how much money they have. But talking means no, not if the situation works out. What if it goes up? Things go up. How many times, you know, after COVID, when the building people make deals with contractors, remember? For a million and a half dollars, and the guy came back. He said three million dollars to build his house. I said, what do you mean? Uh, I'll show you all my invoices. I double. So he says, but talking means again. So let's. The first chapter said it got to be someone who you trust, not just that will give you what he promised. Because what if the variable changes? It's such an important part. First of all, maybe he can't help you if the things change. You realize? Not always the person means well, but sometimes if there's a change, and what? He cannot help you. Why not? Because I don't have the money. Your parents could promise you to help you, and your father loses all his money. So where's your patachan? Patachan has to be rock solid. As I mentioned to right when we started, the Chavazavos is going to prove that you can't put patachan to anybody but Hashem. No one else has. And he's going to spend the next seven chapters just proving you intellectually that you can't have a dumb idea. And first thing he's saying is, you need to make sure, he's going to end up saying you have to be in full control, all-powerful, and in full compassion. He's going to get into every chapter or something else. But the key is, what he's saying right now is, that what's we're talking, that he will not only give you what he promised, he's going to mean the well even when he didn't 
make condition, and he didn't guarantee. And he's going to do it in the double the chesed. You realize that 90% of the people you have faith in are out. Do you believe they would do just what they promised, or would they even go the extra mile? If you, you might have people that said, like, hey, some of us, we'll go the extra mile for us. That, okay, so your parents are still in. But as we go through all seven, everyone's going to fall out. And again, not because Chazal says so, it's because you have to make that decision. This is why Chazal works. You need to go through, we're going to go through each and every barrack, and you have to tell me if what. Now, all you're going to ask me a very simple question. Do we know, did Hashem have a promise he's going to support you? So there's a promise. There's a, this whole Chavis Lovis is built on a premise. Hashem promised he's going to support you. And based on that, he's going to deliver the goods. Is that the case or not? So in on page 47, on the, on the very bottom, he has a, a very interesting paragraph. And he goes on to say, oh, you don't have it, but I'm going to say it outside anyway. He says is that, yes, there's a pledge that Baruch has if he created you, there's a pledge he's going to keep you alive. Now, not, not necessarily extras, but we say this in many tefillahs. Kosh Baruch Hu promises, yeah, Kosh Baruch supports in the Amazon. How many creatures live in the Amazon? Huh? A lot. That's a good answer. I see this guy who once took his immigration thing, and they asked him, what did George Washington do for America? He had no clue. He said, a lot. And he got it right. Great line. He had no clue. He told me the story. He said, a lot. So a lot does work. What he was really thinking was, this is George Washington. But right, but he knew if they were going to ask him, it probably wasn't like some bank robber. He said, what George Washington? He goes, a lot. They said, yes, he did. <laughs> Never heard of George Washington. But anyway, um, yeah, God be trust. Anyway, I guess he, he doesn't, this guy doesn't deal with singles. <laughs> so he, he asks on, on, on top of 48 in the paragraph, where did Hashem promise us to sustain every one of us, that we should rely on him? And he says many times you'll see that every creature that he created, Igmar says, sometimes couples come discuss questions about family growth. And one conversation I refuse to have, and there's good reasons why sometimes maybe it's not what Hashem wants. When somebody's at the financial point, it's, it's not allowed to be discussed. It's a Gemara that says a child born with pita in the oven. I mean, if it's an issue with, my rabbi always says, if it's not healthy or it's not can't handle it, or the husband can't handle it. There's all legitimate reasons. Parnasa? How am I going to pay for this child? That's clear. Because uh, that may never be a chesed. I'm consistent when people ask me the question. That's not right. There are many reasons, by the way, too, and I want to be clear. I'm not saying it's not worth a shiloh. But uh, the question of not having another child because of financial, why? Because I'll tell us clearly that right? There is a guarantee that if you. Okay, now he goes on to say, what about the Psukim that say, if you don't do what Hashem wants, if he's going to hold up, you know, he's going to make the Shemayim uh, hard, it won't be any rain. So he goes on to say that there's. Um, he said, Kushbach at the end of the day will take away bracha from you, but there's a basic element of support that a person. Um, so we're going to learn more about that in a subsequent chapter. So, again, what we had in Paragalaf is, remember, the first condition is it needs to be bitachon. In what way? That you believe he won't only do what he promises, but what? But if variables change, the economy goes down, it became difficult, he's still going to stick through. It's rule number one, okay? Very quickly, we'll do... Um, 
Berg Beis is long, right? We're just gonna, we're just gonna give an introduction to Berg Beis. This is all Berg Al. Berg Beis, he is really where he goes on and gets specific about why you can't. Uh, he says there are seven criteria that you need to f- put faith in someone, and this is what he goes to Berg Beis, and he's gonna go to that human beings don't have any of the seven. Okay, and what is that? You need to make sure that the person has, number one, he has tremendous compassion and love. You understand? Because if you, you'll see now, without these seven qualities, you would never put faith in this person. Never. And now we're going to go into, do people have, do you know that people have this? Okay? And this is extremely important. For seven criteria that someone has to have to deserve your betachem. Number one is rachmim chemla and ava. What is that? They're all three related: compassion, pity, and love. Why? Because at the end of the day, someone who does not love you and is not a compassionate person, you don't have faith in them. Is that a fair statement? Would you have faith in someone who does not love you and doesn't have compassion? Does anyone have compassion to, does anyone have faith in Vladimir Putin or Kim Jong-un in North Korea? I'm not trying to be funny, but look at these people, what do you say? They don't come across as kind, unless I'm not reading their faces properly. You just don't have faith in them. And you look maybe other faces a little closer to home. Imagine you have someone who, who basically, you know that their big thing in their life is to keep their word no matter what. They're not loving, they're not, they're cold, they're, you know. So like, that was the first, right. They're not loving. This is going to be a point of breaking. If they know, if they know that. There's they no such a thing. I did not promise. Why would I keep it? No, no, it changed. Now he's keeping his word. No, 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 no. That's the mistake. The first paragraph said, I, I promise to give you. Okay, so someone will keep his word. I, I, yeah, right? I promise to give you $100,000. Mm-hmm. And I even say based on the fact that I have this money in the bank and I lose every penny I have. Let's say you're totally off the hook. You declare bankruptcy. You have no debts. Do you have someone who's going to go ahead and still go give you the $100,000? Hard to find. I'd like you to meet that person who loses all his money. No, now he's going back on his work. Someone who's so into your goodness that he's willing to go on any condition to give it to you. I don't know people like that. If you do, could you please send them my way? I'm not trying to be funny. This is like a major... Again, we can argue parents. But even parents, if they can't afford it, they can't afford it. So, so you're saying that basically someone who's going to go be, beyond Mishwatadi, right? For sure. Someone who's going to, no matter Lift what. But first right. of all, we're going to see later that he can promise it. How many people, you don't know people, went overnight from wealthy to nothing? They promised a yeshiva a million, yeshiva went and built on the million. I know real stories. Okay? There's a story a number of years ago. A guy gave um, on him four million dollars to Tzedakah, a guy named Bensi Dunner. Tremendous Balstocker from England. He wrote on him day four million dollars to charity. He was killed in an accident, Matzapurim. I'm not going to get into the whole story. I asked Chaim Kanevsky, we asked Chaim Kanevsky how he was able to die. Chaim explained it. For the 21 years. He was supposed to be in an accident years earlier. It's not yeah. my point. The next day, a Shiloh came. The money I feel too, until the Yasha dealt with it. See, he's obligated or not. 
people who promised, he, he promised a building in Berlin. His business, the day he was killed, his business went plummeting through the ground. Does his family have to give a million dollar pledge that he promised? They don't have it. The business went down from fourth being worth 150 million to four million overnight. I'm thinking it was a little extreme, but it was not much better. And the business is gone. And Berlin pulled out the next morning. The business was left penniless, dead. How could anyone promise? Well, see, a human being could really never promise. He's going to end up having you understand why you can't put faith in anybody. And why the only way to save is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because at the end of the day, the only one who could deliver the goods, should he decide that it's good for you, which we'll get to that. So again, the first thing is, okay, we'll finish with this, is Rachmem, Chemla, and Abba. That you know your friend will melt for you, no matter what. Yiftach boy, and such a guy you'll put faith in, Right? So again, he's compassionate. Now, well, let's say someone's compassionate, but he's lazy. He's going to go through other qualities that will also make the person can't deliver the goods. It's not everything's about money. <coughs> a person promised you to do something, and then he gets sick. How can anyone, if you, once you finish with this, by the way, you realize that you can't promise anything to anybody. Fascinating? You probably can't. How do you promise anything to anybody? You can't deliver the goods. And people promise to people, they get sick overnight. Get sick. Remember, we spoke about enough examples. I'm not here to depress anybody. First of all, you turn the first book in the morning. You don't understand. You go overnight. So it doesn't, you can't do anything. Speak to people that woke up one morning with back pain, crippling. They could not move out of their beds. They could be, they could have body built the day before, 400 pounds. They cannot get out of bed and make a living. It's not possible. They can't lift, they can't lift. So oh, they promised me that they would do it. I understand. Sorry. You understand? So he says in the second quality, he will never what? Turn away from you. How many people do you have like that? Will never turn away no matter what happens. He will never get lazy or put his own priorities before this. He knows that what? He will know that what? He says, because he, he says, if he doesn't know for a fact all of these qualities, it's fake. Your betachin's fake. If you don't know that this guy has, never be lazy. He will never waver. He will never lose interest. He will never stop loving you. He said, you're talking, it's not real. Because you know he'll stop tomorrow. Understand? So he says, therefore what? We need to go ahead and have these two qualities. Okay? And without these two qualities, it doesn't work. And Be'ez HaShem, I think we finish this paragraph, and say, we'll make sure you did that, because Again, what do you need? Number one is Goydel Rachmanas. I love this condition number one. And Reibash Chasanyan, he's what? He is so Yishgach. He's paying attention to my assets. Yiftach Abodomlisafik. So we finish Shainis and we'll stop. But let me just make sure everyone gets it. He speaks about the third condition. Right now, the first two things are he's compassionate without end and he's. Uh, We'll never get fatigued. We'll never get tired. We'll never get worn out. 
he's determined beyond. He says, without these two conditions, you could say you have faith, but why? You don't. And like I said, I'll, everyone will have a moment tonight on the way home from think about how many people you have who are ready to put anything in their own life aside. If, you, if you're fortunate enough that your spouse will, maybe one, but that's a tall order. Don't go home and tell her if you think yes or no, please. But I'm trying to say maybe. Yeah, maybe a spouse will, 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 will give away anything for her. And again, it's a, if you come up with the answer, no, don't take it personally, that's fine. Your marriage is still intact. It's, you're actually normal. But I'm trying to say, it's like, this is major. You're being betayak to the point that you are so sure that's going to be delivered. Never. No compassion and full commitment. Nothing is going to be there. And as I just said, He's going to say that person has to be physically strong, and then the next thing is going to be, he, he's going to go on and just mamish help us come about and say, you know, look at your boss or your investor the next time. And be like, are you serious? I really don't need to be able to make a little bit of this. Because you remember what the Chazabah said. If you believe that that person can do the good, Hashem says, go ahead, I'll let them deliver their goods. Fascinating? Most people have been in the business world have already lost faith in humanity, but uh, for those that didn't do it yet, uh, we're heading there. Not people are human, but not faith that you're going to get anything from anybody. My friends, people that live their life are heartbroken. Right or wrong? That a fair statement? How many times in your life you thought someone's for sure going to come through for you? Not because they're bad people. They couldn't. They got hard. My wife said no. I don't think we should do this, support this. Their parents said no. Oh, we're in a fight. We don't like it. All right, we'll continue on.